Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. And to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together.
Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, got a radio show because God is in the blessing business. I just happen to be a recipient. I just happened to got a couple of things right. Um, and man, his grace and mercy carries you the rest of the way. All you got to do is get a couple of things right. And then his grace and his mercy will take over. His favor, his love of you. It's, it's already evident. I mean, you know, because so many times we go along without even acknowledging him or conferring with him in our decisions and, and we look up and we find ourselves in a predicament and he always comes comes to the rescue. He always manages to show up. He's never too late. He's never one minute too late. And so uh, in light of this today, I wanted to talk to you about something. I, I, it's, it's another principle of success um, that I'd like to share with uh, everybody this morning. And once again, these are not things that you don't know or you've never heard before. These are just reminders along the way. And one of the things you have to be conscious of is don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. See, I I have a theory. Don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. You know, everything changes. Nothing remains the same. Nothing. And change is inevitable. Now, you can participate in the change or you can react to the change. Are you following me? You can participate in the change or you can react to the change. But don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. Now, what I mean by that is this. In participating in the change, or reacting in the change, there is a difference. See, if you react to the change, that means the change has occurred and now you have to make the necessary adjustments to the change. Example, the boss walks in, you think your job is good, the boss walks in and hands you a pink slip. That right there, that's a change. Now, you didn't participate in this change because you didn't ask for the pink slip. But now you got to react to the pink slip. Whenever you have to react to the change, it's an adjustment, period. It almost throws you off. So change is going to come. It always does. You can participate or you can react. Or, let's say, Your boss comes in and hands you the pink slip and you said, you know what? I've been preparing for this day. Always knew nothing lasts forever. I've been working on the sideline on the business idea I had. And I had or I had several other applications in around town. I was just holding off to see what was going on. So when they hand you the pink slip, the transition, the adjustment you make is a lot more smoother transition. Because now you just transition into your new business idea that you've been working on. Or you transition into the apps you already had in or the contacts you made. The preparation 
for when the day they come in there and hand you the pink slip. Well, Steve, what if they surprise you with it? This is just one example I'm giving you. So, you know, let's let's not nitpick the message. So what I'm saying to everybody is don't be afraid to change because change is coming anyway. So many people are stuck in a rut because of your, our refusal to change. I was hell-bent on a certain thing going a certain way, and this is how it was going to go. Well, that that I was thinking didn't really fit. Now, in my own personal experience, this may not be yours, but in my own personal experience, the things that I've had the most trouble letting go of but needed to let go of was something I wanted. When I line myself up with the will of God to ask God what he wanted for me, you understand, those things came a lot more easy to me because it was in the will of God. It was what God wanted me to do too. Okay, see, what you mean by that? Okay, here we go. Okay, okay, here we go. Let me see if I can give you an example. Okay, here we go. When things were going wrong, in in relationships for me. What I did was, the biggest mistake I've ever made was, I fixed, I attempted to fix what was wrong in my relationship outside of the relationship. Feel me? Okay. Now this is what I, this is something I came up with. That's certainly not the will of God. That's certainly not what he wants, but this is what I came up with. So I'm out there working my groove like I want to. Well, now, guess what? There's a cause and effect for all of that, too. Your house ain't going to get better. It can't. And then that leaves room for some other things. And so now, when the change come, guess what? I got to react to it now. I got to have a reaction to it. Had I lined myself up in the will of God, the transition may have gone differently. It could have still ended the relationship, but guess what? Some of the pain I was in, I ain't had to go through. I bought a lot on myself. Sometimes you're pursuing a passion of yours. And what God really wants you to do is pursue your gift. So now you're pursuing your passion, right? You're passionate about golf. You love golf so much, you just determined. But now you done messed around. You ain't made it on the PGA Tour yet, and you 45 still talking about, I'm going to play on the PGA Tour. Really? Okay. But you ain't made a cut. You ain't passed Q school. You ain't. See, it's, it's time for you to start thinking about a change because maybe you ain't as good as this you think, or maybe you're not as gifted as you think. Maybe you're pursuing a passion. Sometimes, man, we have to change. And we have to ask God what is his will. His will is much simpler. It's a simpler road. Not going to be easier, but it's simpler. It's simpler. See, see, when I wake up now, it's simple for me to wake up because I know there are a few things that I have to do. I have to click this mic on. I have to be positive. I have to be inspirational. I have to be informative. I have to be uplifting. Got it. That's what he wants. So it's very simple. I don't have to figure out what I'm going to do the first 12 minutes of this show. I don't have to go in here and wonder what song I'm finna play. What I, All I got to do is sit down, close my eyes, ask God to help me 
be who he want me to be. And for the most part, he tell me what to say. Now, guess what he's done, though, to create this in me? I went through enough things in my life. I had enough challenges. I made plenty of mistakes. So I, now, at my age, I can turn around and tell somebody listening to me, okay, this is what I did. This is a mistake I made. Maybe you see yourself in this story right here. Maybe you don't have to go this way. Or this is what I've learned about becoming successful. Here's a principle that I learned. But then guess what? I had to be unsuccessful to get it, though, didn't I? I had to get it wrong in order to get it right. I had to be down in understanding how to crawl back up. I had to go through some pains to understand what it is to hang in there and how to get delivered from the pain. So you can't have a testimony without a test. Change is coming. It's inevitable. You can participate or you can react. I much prefer to participate in the change. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, you are listening, you know why, to the baddest morning show in the last. What you doing, man? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, all over. Just threw that in. That ain't mean nothing. Random. Didn't mean a doggone thing. <laughs> Just random. But it's good so, to do yeah, that. As soon as I said it, I we do it all the time. About. You do it all the time. Huh? Don't yeah. make it. It's all over. Houston, he do songs a lot. Mm-hmm. They need to know that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but. Okay, well, we, what? What was that? We just started. What was that? We just started. He gave out right there. I forgot to introduce y'all. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, I was going, man, ain't nobody excited today? <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Shirley? Hey, Steve. Good morning to you. How are Tom? you? Hey, good morning, Steve. Shirley, Junior Crew. What's up? Junior. Morning, Unc. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Did you see uh, TMZ? I know you don't get a chance to watch TV. Uh, a couple of days ago, I think it was what? Tuesday night, they did uh, a whole piece on you working out. Did you, know you see what? it or I hear about know. it? No. But so, yeah, yeah. the trainer, Obi, Obi. said, man, uh-huh. we on TMZ. Yeah. At least it was positive. Yeah, it really was. They were excited. Uh, they were saying, you know, uh, that you were working out because you're getting ready for a new TV show. <laughs> <laughs> You stay on TV. <laughs> you were working out, though, Steve. You were doing upper body, and uh, they were like, man, look at him. He's got some heavy weights on that thing. You know, they were wow, just commenting. I gotta, yeah. I got to pull that up. Yeah. It was it was pretty cool. It was Lisa Harvey. Lisa was good. That's what you want to see. Yeah, yeah. it was on good. TMZ. It, it was oh, good, sure. and it yeah. was positive. They were, it's they were happy. It's better than the Enquirer, because I got them running a drug laundry in the room. <laughs> According to them. (laughs) But ain't no FBI came to see you yet. No, ain't nobody talked to me yet. Ain't been up on the set or nothing. But we're laundering drug money, and uh, that's fueling my media empire. Right, yeah. (laughs) Stick with TMZ, because they got love for you over there. Wow. (laughs) That's really cool. But I... Somebody sent him a picture of it on TV. Yeah, I mean, they had um, you actually working out... Oh, wow. Wow. It, it was it was it. really cool. It, it was really cool. And, you know, you did about, I think you did about four or five exercises, upper body. You did shoulders. You did triceps. Really, you know what um, my trainer <laughs> did the other day? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What? He counted my sets and reps. Mm-hmm. 
I did in total reps my workout the other day. Mm -hmm. You know, when you do your counts. Mm -hmm. Right. I did uh, 822 reps. Whoa. Whoa. And, but how much time, Dawn? Uh, in 52 minutes. Ta-da. Whoa. That was impressive. That's impressive. And that's what I liked because you weren't, you know, like breathing real hard and stuff. It, it, yeah. you, it was, you did it with a certain amount of finesse and ease. You know, you had some swag with it. I like that a lot. It was cool. It well, that's cool. good. You and, know, I got to look it up. Somebody find that and send it to yeah, me. Yeah, they were saying, is that his house? Is that his house? Or is that a gym? <laughs> I was screaming at the TV. It's his house. It's his house. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you wasn't on TV. We'll be back, y'all, with 30-something funny. Yeah. And we don't even know what that is. But it's going to be funny. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for Junior's Truth Be Told and 30-something funny. And then we're going to ask Steve. <laughs> Some Halloween questions. I love that because we all know how much he loves Halloween. Come on, Junior. Truth be told. Yeah, Um. before I get the truth be told, though, but October 27th and 28th, I am going to be at the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach. Just want to let y'all know. Then also on Tuesday, November 14th, I'll be doing the J-Spot. So, Jay, you know, I'm not, I'm, in, I'm doing it for free as well. So, you got to do it free. Man. Yeah, Jade ain't even finna pay me. He, he told me paying me in medication. I don't <laughs> even appreciate oh. that. That ain't really cool right there. What well, he gonna give you? A yeah, he, while yeah. All, all of the narcotics <laughs> I need. Yeah. That's what he told. He's gonna give you a jacket while you're <laughs> yeah. working. So all you that so cold. get cold in the J. Wow. <laughs> but only truth be told, uh, I know we've been in Houston now for mm. four days. Yes. Yes, it's Monday. And yeah. uh, let me just say this. Uh, truth be told, I wish we never went. <gasps> what happened, really? Junior? What no, I can't take my relative. Keep calling me. It's your hometown. <laughs> you were born and raised there. Yeah, yeah, surely. But the people that I'm related to uh -huh. think that because we own in Houston now that they have access to all of us. First That's of all, true. Steve not That's finna so come true. by the house. <laughs> Stop thinking we got a welcome. They got a welcome party at my auntie house for you to come by. We're not coming by the house. <laughs> they they out here doing way too much. Hit, my uncle say he really had a dream of shooting dice with Steve. So since we're on in Houston, he think now he come. And everybody at the barbershop, you can get your mind off. We're not coming through that. But Steve, we love me you, Houston, Uncle Steve though. don't hang like that. We love you, Houston. I know what I said in the barbershop about how tight me and Uncle Steve, but that was a lie. Not, forget that. I used to tell him me and Steve, he hanging out all the time. When you see me, you see Steve. Yeah. But that's not true. Uh, so get your mind. He not coming by the barbershop. He ain't got no hat. What he doing in there? So, so they've been texting you and calling. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I'm talking about my auntie talking about. So when is you and Uncle Steve showing up? He not coming. Yeah, yeah. I fried some fish. Yeah, you know. I mean, I mean these oxtail they getting yeah, cold. Right, Where y'all right. at? Right. We only been in on, on the air four days. He not coming. This pound cake isn't gonna eat itself. Yeah, you it know. ain't gonna eat itself. <laughs> You gonna show up with a yard full of people. You know how much equipment gonna be in that yard when you show up? Like, <laughs> all these old people that gonna be waiting on you. What you gonna, they gonna have to roll my my eighty wife out in that hospital bed and set up under that tree. She be waiting, boy. Tell him. Well, she be waiting on you. Don't speak for Steve. Ask Steve. He may want to go. I, I mean, you wait. Got, <laughs> you got another Houstonian on the show. Carly had the same problem, ain't you? Yup. Is he coming back for Thanksgiving? What? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> No. Yeah, they don't. They gonna find hey, out real fast, though. Okay, come on. They ain't, ain't none of them asked y'all was Tommy coming back. Oh no, they ain't bring that up. 
they, they Tommy already see Tommy. Tommy, I mean, Tommy I mean, was born and Houston. raised there too. Yeah, yeah he from Houston. Yeah. They ain't asked about Tommy. Yeah, ain't nobody in my family impressed by Tommy. Well, they already t- seen Tommy. Boy, that's going to hurt him. Yeah, yeah. But that's what And you know, I want it to. Are you? Are you going is the question. Which is why I bought it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So when we see Tommy, we're going to make sure Shirley bring this up now. (laughs) Yeah. Make sure we keep this on record. Remind me that Carla and Junior was talking about the problems they going to have with me showing up. (laughs) Yeah. And then you want you to say Shirley, but you know Tommy didn't never mention you. Nah, so I'm just telling you. And Shirley, I take it from there. Okay, yeah. all right, I got but you. But we, not, he not coming. You can just get he your mind. He not, he not, he not that, even that friendly. Is that true, Steve? You're not gonna go down there? Well, let me to ask somebody you. Yard? <laughs> well, let me just Under ask you. A tree? <laughs> yes. Let me tell you something. Girl, can you imagine? Girl. And then I promise he, you I ain't going to the yard under the tree. You're going to have another problem. You're going to be disgusted with my auntie with the breasts. Be trying to wiggle them for you. <laughs> Junior, oh, that's your family. She try, I, Shirley, I know that. I know her. Golly, when he see that, he going to pull right off. Oh, hell no. Not with her. Yeah, not her. Can, gonna be can way I too ask much. a question, please? Uh, what, Go Carla? Ahead. Go ahead. Steve, could you shout out to Ain't Esther? Cousin Herb. Is this Sam for the Tommy? Oh, these are, this is a real, these are real people. You're real. Oh, yeah. Oh. Cousin Cynthia. Cousin Pookie. Yeah. Go ahead. They listening. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> just, just say hi to everybody just in Houston right now. Just let them know. All our people, just say it one time. <laughs> Hurry up. Just one time, Unc, just so we can stop worrying. Just say hi to all our people. Just one time. Everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, all the kids, all the spaces. Yeah. All um, the ferals. Yeah. Everybody yeah. down in Houston. Hunts, Andy's cousins. Shaws. Yeah. Nieces. Say Shaws. Just say Shaws. Yeah. All the Shaws down there. What's yeah. up, y'all? Yeah, Steve you. Harvey hollering at you. Okay, then that's about as yeah, close as he going to get. real. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They trying to figure out, I don't know about your family, Junior, my mind trying to figure out when are we auditioning for Family Feud. Y'all yeah, they trying to get on all the shows. <laughs> they've been practicing, they've been oh, rehearsing. Yeah, yeah they caught the game at, the, at Toys R Us. They read. Good answer, good answer, good <laughs> yes. answer. That, y'all not getting all that. So oh, no. That's it, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Shirley. All right. That's really funny. Quit all that. All right, Steve, we, we have to ask you some questions because you know Halloween is coming up. All right. So I, I just want to know, just go around the room, and what costumes would you put us in if we could dress up in Halloween costumes? Ooh, okay, for- uh, J. Anthony Brown, he ain't here today, but uh, he'll yeah. be Dracula. He'll be Dracula. <laughs> just a cape. Why Dracula? He got the widow's peak forward, too, yeah, though. He, just a cape. Got them two sharp teeth. Yeah. And that you know, feet. and he angry. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he would definitely be uh at that. Okay. <laughs> now I would I'm gonna do everybody uh differently. Carla is yeah. gonna go as a church woman. Oh, I love so you. Gonna, she ain't. You gonna go as a usher. <laughs> that's, that's a one thing. A usher. Uh, you're going to have one hand behind your back all the time with them white gloves on. Hurry up, Steve. But you're a cussing usher. What? No. What I <laughs> now, hold up. I, I want to be able to do all of them. Can I finish them when we come yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll have on. time. All We're right, doing uh, Halloween costumes <laughs> for the morning, Chris. <laughs> we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here with National News.
And uh, nephew Tommy is going to do his run that prank bag. But first, Steve, did you want to finish our Halloween costumes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Junior. Mm. Now, I got Jay as Dracula. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Two sharp teeth, and mm-hmm. he angry. Okay. Yeah. Carla, a cussing <laughs> usher. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. for instance. Ain't them old damn seats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sit your ass anywhere. <laughs> the pastor's talking, heifer. <laughs> yes. yes. The tray in words, the tray. Junior gonna go as a chipmunk. Chipmunk. <laughs> yeah. Like Alvin? Small. Yeah, small. Got that smile, them big uh, chipmunk teeth. Yeah. I'll be the happy voice. Hi. Hey, buddy. Mm. Uh-huh. Hey, come on. Okay. Uh, now, Shirley, you know, I'm picking stuff that y'all don't wouldn't normally do. Okay. Okay. You gonna go as a madam at a brothel? <laughs> <laughs> you the head lady down at the brothel? You scheduling hookers? <laughs> the scheduler. Shelly, room seven. <laughs> Irma Jean, you next. You up? Come on, oh, do your best. Roof. Knock it out the park, girl. We need this money. <laughs> Scheduling, though. Oh, God. Okay, uh, well, before we get to the prank, uh, we got two more to go, you and Tommy. So what's Tommy's yeah. going to be? Oh, uh, Tommy going as uh, Come on, don't disappoint me. Tommy going as a <laughs> Michelangelo. Oh, from the Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Okay, we'll be back. Let's get to the prank. <laughs> Run Shop that prank back. Raffaello. Chopa at the funeral. Here we go. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to reach uh, James. 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 Yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey, this this is uh, Gerald. Uh, I, I was a friend of uh, uh, your, your friend Chopper. Yeah, yeah, huh? And Chopper just uh, passed away last week, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, I know they supposed to have a funeral and stuff over at, uh, at Mount Baptist Church. And uh, I, I don't really know you, but me, me and me and Chopper and a bunch of the rest of us, man, we used to hang out at the club not too far from the house. You know, that's pretty much where yeah. Chopper was all the time at the, uh-huh. at the club. Yeah. Anyway, what bunch of us was over at the club talking, man, and I was, we was really wanting to reach out to one of the family members, you know, and then somebody said you was, you know, kind of a good friend of his. Uh-huh. And well, we, 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 we decided to call you and see if you didn't mind. Do you think, that you can talk to uh, some of the family members and see if they don't mind having the funeral at the club. At the club. Let me let me try to explain something to you, uh, Jane. Is what we're trying to do is see. We believe well, that we believe. Well, you, you said at the club. Come on, the club. There's a funeral. What? And I understand it, but see, see, Chopper, Chopper ain't really go to church a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really. Really go long as I've been knowing him. Now he loved the Lord and stuff like that. Yeah, well, but these are church going folks. They yeah, want a funeral. But I, I understand. But see, Chopper wasn't. Chopper wasn't. Chopper went to the club. So what I'm asking you is, let's have a funeral at the club. Hell no, bro. Come on. We can't have no funeral at no club, man. Come on. What what I'm saying is though is that he wasn't really no church going person. I believe that a person ought to be. 
the last words ought to be said over him in a place he's more familiar with. You know what I'm saying? Player, player. No, I, I don't. I don't know what you mean, player. No, this this got to be a funeral. This 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 is church for. I go to church, and all my folks go to church. No, we 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 got to do this thing up in church. This this is a church thing. But you don't feel. But do you understand where I'm coming from? No, that man ought to gone on. And, and the last words ought to be in a place he more familiar with. Now, if he went to church, then I understand that. You see no, what I'm saying? No, bro. Hell no, no. See, it's, it's his chance to get himself right. We're going to have him up in church in front of everybody. You know, that don't make sense. Who's this again? I mean, who are you? My, my name's Gerald. But, but who is Gerald? I mean, how do you, how do you relate to this? Are you a preacher? Or are you? No, no. What no, are you? No, 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 no. I'm I'm I was friends with Chopper, and see, I hung out at the club, and still hang out there with um a whole bunch of you know was real good friends with Chopper, and we were saying that you know Chopper's the last words about Chopper ought to be said at the club because see that's what Chopper was, but five six days a week that's what Chopper was. Yeah, but what church are you affiliated with? I mean, what what why the hell would I I I, I try to talk to the family, make me look stupid in front of the family, telling them to put the thing in a club. How the f- that gonna go off? Well, well, see, see, that's what I'm saying. You know them way more than we do, cause yeah, see, but they you talking about trying to move from a damn funeral at a church to a damn nightclub or a strip club or something? No, it's not no strip club, it's just a nightclub. Well, you... It's the same thing, ain't it? I mean, you talking about having folks travel from across the country and meeting in the damn club? What kind of that. But that's and what Chopper how, was. That's what Chopper was. How the f- I'm going to look if I'm the one telling them to move this f- to the damn club? You're going to look like somebody that's trying to... I'm going to look like a f- fool. No, you're not. You're going to look like somebody that's trying to keep it real. I can't even f- come to the damn funeral if I was to do some f- like that. Okay, okay, let me ask you this here then, uh, Jane. Do you think you can uh, maybe get the body and bring it over to the club? No, hell no, well, I'm just saying, before they even do the funeral or whatever. Oh, you... hell no. I ain't touching I'm scared to walk in the dog by myself. What the fuck am I touching the body for? Hell no. We're just trying to say our last words at Chopper Man in a place that Chopper uh, most. Uh, no, hell no. Again, who the fuck are you? How the fuck you get my number? They, the, somebody at the club had your number said you was friends. Why the fuck y'all call me, of all folk? Because- why the Y'all call me. They say you good, you in with the family, and you can I talk. I am in with the family, but I ain't in in the family make me look stupid. Hell no. Won't y'all, I give y'all the number to the family. Y'all call the family. Y'all tell them that yourself. Man, I want, I just want trying to get you to bring the body by, man, and let us. No, I ain't touching no dead body. We just want to have one last drink with Chopper, well, man. you have one with your boys, and you, you, you get together with them. And y'all talk about bottom and, 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 and let him know how Chopper was, what kind of person he was, what kind of person he was. But we is need now. to, we want Chopper to be there. This Chopper, this is Chopper you talking about, man. Y'all this, bring y'all to the church. Y'all need to be up in the church. We want to have Chopper at the club where we man, know. Come on, man, y'all full of. Where we y'all know. Ain't gonna my up and have my looking like a fool at a damn funeral. But, but that's about Chopper, though. And damn right it's about Chopper. You bring Chopper to that club. Y'all tripping, man. I ain't doing I'm just going to this funeral. I'm going to tell the family what I think about Chopper, and I'm moving on. If y'all want to act crazy in front of the family, y'all call the family y'all and do that. Look, I got one more thing I want to say. I don't even know your What? 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 
This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. <laughs> this nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy told me to prank you. Man, y'all full of <laughs> man. I just know y'all ain't did this James, this is nephew Tommy, man. No, Your boy. No, 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 player. Oh, oh, man, I can't believe this. No, he didn't. I can't even believe he did that. Hey, man, oh. I got one more thing to ask you, man. Oh, what man. is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> I listen. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Miss Ann. Is I a- still want to do Shirley. Yeah. Uh, okay. We can- uh, hospital. I mean, uh, Halloween, Halloween outfit. I decided to change Tommy and not go as a Ninja Turtle with no skills. Yeah, I don't want him to go as that. Okay. I want him to go as the turtle on the wax. <laughs> Nice slow the, Yeah, turtle wax the car. Yeah, the turtle car wax. <laughs> Why? That's good. Yeah. Well, That's really that good. as opposed to a ninja turtle? Yeah, because he don't have ninja skills. <laughs> no. And it'd be the same thing he putting on them old ragged ass uh pre existing cars he got. <laughs> pre owned. Oh, Pre-existed. Pre-existed. Is it a disease? <laughs> I well, you know what? That no, that fit. That okay. fit. Cause when he got the car, it already had a problem. <laughs> that fit. <laughs> that fit pre-existed. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. That's cute. <laughs> Halloween costume. I'm going at Roscoe. Yeah, what yeah, I was gonna say what's going to at Roscoe wig. Wallace. Oh. Jerry Curl, wig and uh-huh. Nuggets. Gold nuggets around your neck. Seventeen chains. <laughs> Eagles right. on. A ruffle shirt, uh-huh. crushed velvet bow tie, never tied. <laughs> Is it open down to the navel? Hell yeah, tuxedo <laughs> on. All them chains cold as hell. And you walk pigeon-toed, right? Yeah, I walk pigeon-toed. <laughs> 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 okay, now that we have our costumes, happy Halloween, everyone. Yeah. Yep, count that mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah, is. that's what we're going to do. What you got, Sherry? All right, what NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy released a joint statement from the uh, league and NFL Players Association that said that they held a meeting to discuss the ongoing protests during the national anthem. The statement said the two parties had a productive meeting focused on how we can work together to promote positive social change and address inequality in our communities, end quote. The two sides did not come to an agreement regarding the national anthem. Hmm. All right, Colin wasn't invited to attend the meeting by any official from the NFL or any team executives, his lawyer said in a statement. Kaepernick's attorney went on to say other players wanted him to present and uh, wanted him present and have asked that he attend the next meeting with the goal of forging a lasting and faithful consensus around these issues. Mr. Kaepernick Um, is open to future participation on these important discussions. No, he don't need to go to nothing else. You know what Colin Kaepernick need to do? What? He he need to go to the next Browns training facility (laughs) practice and just go on the sideline and just start throwing. Stop wasting time. Just let them see it. They ain't got to pay me. I just need you to see what Mm -hmm. I just thought. Throw it. Yeah. <laughs> On the sideline. He don't need no pads or nothing. He ain't gotta speak to nobody. He just be in the parking lot. Throw and it. just start throwing. 
so they can see what a damn quarterback look like. Yeah. <laughs> Kaepernick, you know, has filed a grievance uh, against team owners he believes that are conspiring not to hire him because of his protest. We not conspiring no more in Cleveland. <laughs> we open about this. Come and thought. <laughs> That's it. So you're speaking for the Cleveland Browns? Because they stupid. Have they said anything regarding Kaepernick, Steve? And what? You and they ain't want a damn game. Yeah, they should speak up. Yeah, All right. they really should. All right, Ladies Steve. and gentlemen, here she is okay. without further ado, the very talented news anchor for the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Miss Ann Tripp. <laughs> Such a buildup. Anyway, good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news, and I will get to it. Let's talk about what happened in Maryland yesterday. Police in Maryland say that a guy who opened fire in an office park a little north of Baltimore yesterday morning uh, has been apprehended. That guy killed three coworkers and wounded two others, and officials say that this guy identified as Radi Labib Prince. He's the suspect. He's the same person they believe was involved in another shooting after the Maryland killings. It took place about 55 miles away from Baltimore in Wilmington, Delaware. In that case, cops say Prince shot a man whom he had some disagreements with. Authorities say that man was shot twice. He will hopefully survive. Just the other day, President Trump said this about a tentative agreement on a bipartisan health care bill designed to retain Obamacare's insurance subsidies for the poor. It is a short-term solution so that we don't have this very dangerous little period, uh, including dangerous period for insurance companies, by the way, uh, for a period of one year, two years, we will have a very good solution, but we're going to have a great solution ultimately for health care. And they are working together, and I know very much what they're doing. Yeah, but the very next day, Trump changed his mind, saying that he could never support something which he calls a bailout for insurance companies. So Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer says, you know, it's hard to know which way is up with this commander in chief. He's totally inconsistent. For it one day, against it the next day. You can't govern Mr. President, you cannot govern a country. You cannot keep America great if you don't know what's in the bills and don't have a consistent policy about them. GOP Senator Lamar Alexander and Democrat Perry Murray had hoped to attract 60 votes needed to avoid a potential filibuster. Now they'll need 67 votes in order to override an expected veto, and they're not expected to get that. President Trump, by the way, insisting that a Florida congresswoman's claim about what he said to a grieving widow of a falling soldier is wrong. Democratic Representative Frederica Wilson said she heard Trump on speakerphone tell the pregnant young widow of a U.S. Army sergeant, David Johnson, that her husband knew what he signed up for. Didn't say what that congresswoman said. Didn't say it at all. She knows it. And she now is not saying it. I did not say what she said. However, uh, Johnson's mother said that Trump did say that, and she heard it as well. Sergeant Johnson was one of four soldiers killed in an ambush in Niger two weeks ago. While the rich are supposed to get richer, that doesn't seem to be working, by the way, for the president. In fact, Forbes magazine's list of 400 richest Americans shows that Trump's net worth has been reduced by $600 million to $3.1 billion. So the commander-in-chief now has slipped from 156th place to 248th place. I know you want to know who's in first place. Of course, it's Bill Gates uh, for the 24th straight year. He's worth $89 billion. Bucks. Whew, I didn't even know... Numbers went that high. The NFL has decided to keep their national anthem, uh, their national anthem rules, which says the players should stand for the national anthem, but they don't have to. And finally, today is dressed like a dork day. And we'll have Eugene the Butterfly 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen, everybody. The ladies have some uh, things that they're involved with I think it's very important for us to learn more about. So, ladies, take it away. 
All right, Steve. Well, you know October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and it's also Mm -hmm. Domestic Violence Awareness Month as well. And uh, Carla, of course, is involved with Breast Cancer Awareness, uh, and I'm involved with Domestic Violence Awareness. Just to give you some stats on what this really means and everything, it's hard because these two very important uh, subjects dealing with women are in the same month. So Uh, In my 20s, you know, like a lot of uh, young women like that and older women, too, I was involved in a very violent relationship. Um, Yeah. You know, when I wrote my book, I talked about it in my book and everything. And so, you know, it's just a subject that's very near and dear to my heart. And especially with young women, you know, in college and everything, stuff that doesn't get reported. still living? Anyway, I'm really coming because we with his ass. It's okay. I'm no longer a victim. I'm 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 fine. But he still got to pay for that. I'm fine. Boom is around. (laughs) Let me just tell you guys some stats, okay? Because this is a serious subject, as far as women go. Every nine seconds, a woman in the U.S. is assaulted or beaten. All right. An estimated 1.3 million women are victims of physical assault each year. Unbelievable. Uh, And this is for men. One in seven men aged 18 plus in the U.S. has experienced domestic violence in his lifetime. Really? Yeah. One in 10 men uh, have experienced rape, physical violence and or stalking by an intimate partner. In the workplace, uh, domestic violence victims lose nearly uh, lose a lot of paid work time in a year because they're off because of the violence and things like that. I mean, there's so many stats, so so many stats. I'm a part of the Alma Davis Foundation. When I read these stats, I just it's mind blowing. It really is. It's mind blowing. In high school, girls and young women aged 16 to 24 experience the highest rate of intimate partner violence. Wow, that's 16. That's yeah. Young. That's young. So you can contact the Alma Davis Foundation.org. Okay. That's the information. If you want more stats, if you if you're mm-hmm. involved in this, if you know someone who is, go to the Alma G. Davis Foundation and you can uh, get help and find out what you need. Now, Carly, October, as we mentioned, is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. And do your thing. I am a tireless breast cancer advocate. You guys know I lost my mom to breast cancer back in 2004. And uh, one case of breast cancer is diagnosed every two minutes in the U.S. So my message to you, early detection is the key. This is about your lifestyle, your your diet, nutrition, exercise, getting your mammograms, self-breast examination. We have to fight to end cancer. It's a terrible, horrible, emotional disease. It affects everyone. And I want to shout out to the survivors you all inspire me. Mm-hmm. Go to my Instagram page at Lips by Carla. We will talk more about breast cancer awareness all month long. All right. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. You and Junior are here to break it down. It says your kid isn't doing a dang thing in school when the teacher calls. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got nephews, got this phone call. Mm-hmm. When the teacher mm-hmm. call and say, hey, listen, I don't really want to be disrespectful, but it's best if you just don't show up for the next PTA meeting. It's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. I thought they liked for the parents Mm-mm, to be no, involved. No, no, no. <laughs> not when your kid ain't doing nothing. <laughs> hey, listen, let's just save us all 20 minutes. I got another family. <laughs> just don't even show up for the next PTA meeting. What are we even talking about at this point? For? They told you that, Junior? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that ain't all. 
Well, that's not it. Nuh uh. What no, else? Nah, I got one nephew. He's 17 in the third grade. Like, how did he get here? <laughs> what? <laughs> how did he get his big ass here? <laughs> he don't even fit in the desk. <laughs> we just want to know. How Dude, did he get here? That's not true. <laughs> well, I don't know. Truth be told, I don't know what grade he is, sure, but damn it, it ain't a double digit. <laughs> <laughs> I know that much. Mm -mm, nah, I saw some crayons in his backpack. I know <laughs> it ain't a double digit. <laughs> so your kid isn't doing anything in school mm -mm. when the teacher calls. Uh -uh. Wow. <laughs> Steve? Mm -mm. I didn't really understand the question, to be honest with you. This is when the teacher calls, you know the kid ain't doing a damn thing in school. Mm -hmm. You mean just mm -hmm. make that phone call? Yeah, when, uh -huh. that phone, when you mm -hmm. get that phone call, and then yeah. what that teacher say on the other end? Well, I done got quite a few of them. <laughs> Yourself, yeah, personally? I thought I was doing something. <laughs> Mm, you thought you was doing something. I couldn't understand why everybody was so disappointed in 67. <laughs> that was your I, score? I was just, yeah. I, I, you know. Out of 100? Yeah, you 67, I'm going down. Mm -hmm. That's an F. You failed. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't. Yes, Wait, that's 70 a D. is the cutoff. 70 is a C. What? 70 is a D. 70. If, if 70 is the cutoff, how did I get a 67? <laughs> That's what we all would like you, to know. You're supposed to stop at 70. <laughs> I'm sitting be going, that's the cutoff. How did I get a 67? And I tried. <laughs> what what class was this, D? Lunch? Oh, damn near all of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anything but Jim. Jim, I was a straight A student. <laughs> Athletic. Play with, play oh, man, I would get with it. Yeah. You know, but it, like, you know, like math. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I got a 67 in math. And it wasn't but a hundred. Mm -hmm. Why are you failing me? <laughs> because you obviously didn't understand and you missed a lot. Yeah. Did you study at <laughs> all? Did you study? Yeah. yeah, I studied. When? At home? Right before I took the test. <laughs> Ain't that when you supposed to sort of be fresh? Why would yeah. you study two days before and then the information ain't fresh? You're supposed to study. I up knew until what the I test. knew. Study. Yeah. Huh? You're, you're, you're supposed, supposed to study to... up until the test. You know, homework. It's called homework. Shirley, I did all that. Oh. You My still... homework was less than that. And you still it, less a than a sixty-seven? Oh, like that's unthinkable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure oh, this like out. You ain't never got a forty-two. <laughs> no, forty-two. <laughs> I, man. You know how much red ink is on your paper? <laughs> and that was another thing. Why are we marking on this paper like this? Yeah. What is the degrading me for? Yeah, that's not really building Humiliating. That's not All this yet. red ink, that ain't really saying nothing for me. Just put a blue X on it. Junior said that's not education. No, that's not. Right. And it's not building up confidence in a student. It's not. No, mm. it's not. What You should have got a tutor, Steve. Maybe a tutor would have been able to help you. You mean, oh. wait a minute. You mean get out of school and go back in there? <laughs> get out no. of school and go back in there. No, have someone come over maybe to your home, home and, help you. and, and help you Wait a minute. with your homework and stuff. I came home to play. Yeah. <laughs> now somebody coming over to do what? Help you with Some your homework school so you can work. understand. Yeah. So you didn't no, no, right no, no, no. I don't believe in helping the teacher out. Teach me while I'm there. <laughs> Matter of fact, what that say about you teaching? Hello. <laughs> I think you're yeah. failing me as a teacher. Yeah. When I go home and I don't know a damn thing, what was we in here doing? 
Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you'd give your teacher a grade of 67. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. need to flunk this half. <laughs> yeah. We gotta go. We gotta go. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy's prank phone call. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. You do not want to miss that. But first, come on. It's the nephew's phone call, his prank. Wait, before we get to that, can I just say I'm looking at the Twitter. Mm-hmm. A lot of educators are tweeting us nasty. They, <laughs> Mr. Hightower, you played an educator <laughs> on TV. And no this. one could exit a room well, like then, Mr. Hightower. No one. <laughs> if, if you offended by what was said, would you be the professor that we are speaking of? <laughs> if you they throw a rock. I'm not understanding. What is they trying to tie Mr. Hightower to me? <laughs> you just played education. You just he went. was a fictitious character. <laughs> he wasn't real. I repeat, no one could exit a room like Mr. Hightower. No Mr. one. Mr. Hightower bounced. Yes. Yeah, he did. Yes, yes. And Mr. Hightower's favorite word was very, very, very. Yes. yes. Very, 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 boy, very, very boy, boy. Wow, Steve, you've provided us with quite a bit of entertainment. Right. And so, you know, these people on Twitter, but you were an educator. I was on TV. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really didn't have enough education to play the part of a teacher. <laughs> I technically don't have the skills to teach nobody <laughs> nothing. But you got four books. <laughs> Eight TV shows, one radio show. Hey, and can't spell words. <laughs> no, no, the new one that got me was. Hey, ma'am. How you spell ma'am? ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Same well, four letters. Same. Oh, man. When oh, Shirley man. said, if you spell it, it'll automatically put the line on top of it for you. Yeah. I went, what? <laughs> Apostrophe. Do you know how many, t- how many times I've used ma'am since then? Oh, my Probably God. eight I mean- times this week. <laughs> Just to use it. Oh, M-A-A-M, and then it separates it and puts that line on top. The apostrophe. Apostrophe, yeah. Oh, Let's man. go prank call. Nephew got a surprise for us. <laughs> Get to this prank. Crazy. Tom, what's your prank about, dog? The doctor's visit. Mm. Oh. Yeah, there we go, baby. The doctor's visit. Okay. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a, a Roger Gibson, please. He's not here. May I take a message? Um, My name is uh, uh Mark ma'am. I'm calling from the clinic from Dr. Robert office. And I'm uh-huh. um, trying to get some information to him. Do you know when he'll actually be in? No, actually, I don't. Um, is everything okay? Uh, well, you know, everything's fine. I mean, no, nothing that can't be handled. Uh, but um, okay. we, we're trying to actually get some information to him so that uh-huh. uh, he can actually come back in for the results. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know when I can ex- – he's supposed to be here now. So I'm not sure – when I can tell you he's going to be back. Okay, who, but... who am I? Who, I'm sorry, I, I didn't ask you earlier, ma'am. Who am I actually speaking with? This is his girlfriend. Uh, and your name is? Jan. Jan. Okay. So, uh, Jan, you don't. You say you don't know. You have. You don't have an idea when he'll be back. No. You, you're starting to make me kind of get a little concerned, though. No, no, no. Okay. I tell you what. This is the number that he actually left us to give him a call on his results, and we're not getting an answer. I don't have another number on hand. Do you have any a specific time I can actually call back and, and maybe I'll get him? 
again, I'm a. You're making my my stomach is getting nervous right now. What what is what is the problem? Well, actually, you know, uh, what it is, ma'am, is, is Mr. Roger came in for uh, to take a few tests, and he took some tests, and we actually have the results in, and we'd actually really like for him to come well, back. I don't know anything about. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I don't know anything about any tests. He he hasn't told me anything about going to a clinic or anything like that. I see. So what what kind of tests are you talking about? Well, I mean, uh, ma'am, I'm not I'm really not at liberty to give you any kind of information unless you're actually on the paperwork. So, I, you know, it's not even something that I can discuss unless the patient has signed off that uh, you are the next of kin or the person that can we can well, actually give I'm, the information to. You, you do understand pretty, that, don't you? I do, and, I, and I'm pretty certain. I mean, the way we operate in this household, I'm pretty certain that I'm on the, the paperwork. So would you please go uh, Let me pull up Roger's stuff sure. and, uh, on computer here, and I'll see what I – give me one second, please. Sure. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Now, let me scroll down for next of kin. Okay, I got a Janice. That is me. I mean, everybody calls me Jan, but that's me, Janice. Okay, what, Miss. Tell me your name again. I'm sorry. What's your name again? Mark. Mark. This is, like this I said, I'm the clerk here Mark. at Dr. Uh, Robert office. And I guess I am at liberty to tell you what's going on. Please do. Mr. Uh, Roger came in and took uh, some STD tests. STD? Yes. And, and I guess at this point I should just maybe both of you guys Ooh. should come in and wait so a we minute. can treat wait you both and everybody, and everybody minute, will be fine. No, 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 no. No. I need you to finish what you were just saying. Well, no, that's what I'm saying, man. What has happened is he's been diagnosed with um, as well as you got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Okay, just I'm not hearing this. Ms. I am Janice, not. Hang on, hang on a second. That means, I you, do you understand right what that means? Do you understand that he lives in my household? Do you understand that that means that he has been dipping somewhere else? Because I have been not doing anything that would even come close to bringing something to him like that. So it's apparent that this man has been outside of my household and doing what he has no business doing and bring it back in. Ma'am, so ma I'm, I'm not at liberty to make any accusations like that. I cannot say anything like that. All I can say is... I'd like for both of you, you know, it'd be good for both of no. you guys to come in and no, no, get treated. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. Let me, it is, this is something treatable. It is curable. Um, I don't you know, care because about it, it being treatable or curable. What I care about is the fact that he apparently has been somewhere with some trick and brought something back home to my household. That's what I care about. And I, I do understand that, Miss Janice. I do. But you have to understand my position and what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to reach out and, and... Well, listen, you happen to call my household. You just happen to have to be on the end. You're on the other side of it. I'm sorry you're getting most of it. But I tell you what, what you need to do is you need to make him an appointment, and I will meet him there. Uh, he will be wait, 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 when he wait, sees wait. my uh, face. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry? You need to make him an appointment to come out to take a look at these results you're talking about, and guess who will show up at the door before he gets there? Me. That's I think it would be, do. I mean, since you're the Mexican, Mexican, wouldn't it be better for you just to, Listen, to tell him what's going on since I've explained no, it to you? No, this is the plan. You need to give him, you need to give him a call. I'm going to give you a cell phone number. You yes, have a pen. I, yes, I have a pen. Okay, I got it. Okay. You call him and set a 12 noon appointment. Trust me when I tell you, when he walks through that door and sees my face, he will know. Okay, okay, but... Ms. Ms. Janice, I'm not trying to create chaos you, in our clinic. That's, that's, not, that's not the purpose that's of this call. The call is to, is to let Mr. Roger know that we need him to come actually into the building. I could give two about a call. All I know is you make that appointment, I will get there before he gets there, and it's on. I'm telling you, that's how it's going to roll. I, Do you um, understand me? Hey, hey Ms. 
Miss Miss Janet, I can't allow any chaos to be going on in the building. I cannot allow that. Let right me now, tell you something. You're creating Let chaos. me tell you something. I don't. Ca- I could care less about what you feel about That's, it and what you can and can't do. I'm that, not interested. Miss, 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 All I'm telling you is you call my household. I understand it, but I call as looking not, for Mister Roger. Uh-uh, and you called his soon to be wife. Uh, you know what? Correction, correction. Soon to not be wife. Okay, okay. I got one more thing I do need to tell you, though, Miss Jane. You know what? I can't deal with another thing. I swear to God, don't tell me okay, anything else. But I do have a, a one piece of information. I don't want to hear it. I, I just to, made um, the appointment. That's all I care about. You made the appointment. I will make the appointment, but I need you to ask for somebody when you come to the clinic. I need you to ask for one person, and then they will take care of you. Who, who do I need to ask for? Okay, you need to ask for Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, because that's who I am. You just got pranked by your husband, Roger. You, you know what? <laughs> oh, my. Tommy. Tommy, 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 I listen to you every morning. I said, no. Oh, my goodness. I am so embarrassed. And wait till I see Roger. Tommy. Are you all right? Oh, my gosh. I am extreme. I am over. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I can't believe you did that to me. Hey, I got, I got one more thing I got to ask you. Okay. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The one I wake up to every morning, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I ain't gonna keep on. You're stupid. Huh? You the king. I ain't gonna yes, lie. Yes, he is. I'm just trying to tell you. All right, we gotta go. Uh, coming up next, today's strawberry letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next is today's strawberry letter. Uh, you do not want to miss it. But first, Donald Trump, our president, took a tumble on Forbes' list of the wealthiest Americans based on net worth. Uh, he fell 92 spots. To number 248 has his fortune dropped $600 million to an estimated net net worth of $3.1 billion. Yeah, I saw this. This is according to Forbes now, which published the latest list on Tuesday. The drop puts Trump in a tie with 27-year-old Evan Spiegel, the co-founder of Snapchat. In 2016, Trump was number 156 on the list with a net worth of $3.7 billion. Uh, Forbes... Forbes said it calculated Trump's net worth by going through financial disclosure documents, public property records, and conducting interviews with several individuals to estimate his net worth. Trump has claimed that he's worth $10 billion, but he's declined to release his personal um, tax records, as we all know. Still no sight of those yet, nine months into the presidency. Of course, uh, Trump's fortune has dropped. He's been too busy making America great again (laughs) to focus on his businesses. Trump will surely call this fake news. You heard right. The 27-year-old co-founder of Snapchat is as rich as our president. Mm -hmm. You got Snapchat. I trade spots with it. Yeah. So he only lost $600 He's still a billionaire. That's one way to look at it. Do you be mad? What? I mean, if you got three point seven billion and then you, you lose, lose six hundred million. million. Oh yeah, you got attitude. Is attitude six hundred million a lot of money? Man. Yeah, it is. He's still oh, a you billionaire. You got attitude. Those some people at the board ain't doing good. <laughs> He's still a billionaire. Oh, no, six hundred million. You got some explaining to do. Mm. That's a hard hit, man. Yeah, six hundred million. I, I never Dog, saw that's his almost response. three quarters of a billion. If you only got three and somebody takes six hundred million. That's, that's a, a lot that's of a hit, But man. you have a lot of money to be able to lose that amount of money and still be a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Still be a saying. billionaire. How do you make that work? 
You know, like how you make court work. You know, just well, eighteen. We gonna be all right. We still at three point one. Well, he is. See, let me explain something to you. When the guy at the top take a hit, people at the bottom take a hit. Mm. See, they get oh, rid right. of stuff from the bottom down, cause he gonna stay at the top. Right. So lose six hundred million. Some people lose their job. He got his six hundred million right back. Oh, that's how oh, it works. Okay. And it He's doesn't say it down, how okay. he lost it. Well, it's kind of a conflict of interest for him to have all these all those businesses, businesses and be yeah. the president, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. They knew that before they voted for him. They That's really did. That's one of the reasons they voted for him. They didn't care. Because they thought he was a great businessman. And he still is a great businessman. And they thought just by mere virtue of his business acumen, mm-hmm. he could run the country. Yeah, but uh, you can't. A cume, Cheryl. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, Steve. <laughs> his business <laughs> is that right? Now get the texting if you want to about <laughs> Mr. Hightower. I done told y'all. At best, he was a music teacher. <laughs> oh, Mr. Hightower. <laughs> yeah, he's back on that, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Come on, take me to the letter. Come on, we'll hear this letter, Shirley. Strawberry letter, 23. Oh, this letter. Okay. All right, uh, subject. Not ready for this. Pregnant by my son-in-law. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 47-year-old attorney who is seven months pregnant. I have three daughters that are grown, married, and have professional careers. My youngest daughter just moved back home with her husband because they are in the process of moving into a new home. One night I was home alone and my (laughs) oldest daughter's husband came over to pick something up for his wife. One thing led to another and we had sex. We repeated our actions several more times. Close to our final time having sex, the husband of my daughter that's living with me accidentally walked into my room and caught us. This was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. My daughter and son-in-law weren't supposed to be home. Nevertheless, my son-in-law didn't tell his wife, and he said that he didn't tell anyone else. However, he did approach me to discuss this incident. I am shameful of what happened next, but I ended up pleasuring him too. A month after this incident, I went to the doctor and found out that I was pregnant. I'm not sure which one of my sons-in-law is the father of my unborn child. My husband is already suspicious about my pregnancy because he got fixed about three years ago. Steve, I don't know what to do. Steve. I don't. Uh, it's right there. <laughs> I don't want to break up my family. Uh, too late. Too late. <laughs> too late. We can't help you. I mean, you've already completely destroyed your family. You've already done it, and the damage you've done with your selfishness, with your lust, going after your daughter's husband, uh, it's gonna leave some lifelong scars. I, I mean, really, how how could you? How could you do this? I don't get it. Uh, to, to your daughters, two of them? Uh, I, I think you're morally corrupt. Be- you didn't just do it one time. You kept going back for more. Kept going back for more. Even one time is horrible, of course. But you wouldn't stop. This is crazy. <laughs> did you Did you say you were sorry for your path of destruction you caused? No. You didn't even say one time in this letter. And how are you at 47, an attorney, obviously educated, uh, but not smart enough to at least use some protection so you wouldn't get pregnant and now you're pregnant you don't even know who the father is? Are you 47, really? 
I'm just so sorry that you're bringing a baby into this mess. I mean, the best that you can hope for is that God above will forgive you. Steve? Protection ain't even an no, issue but here. Still. What is your ass doing? Mm-hmm. First of all, you said I'm a 47-year-old attorney. Let's just start this letter off the right. You're a 47-year-old stupid attorney. You're stupid. Yeah, you're stupid. You're trifling. You're raggedy. What the hell were you ever even thinking about? See, this is when a woman really throws me into something. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. You you got your this this daughter of yours moves into the house, her and her husband, because they finna get a new home. So they wasn't supposed to be there. So one day your oldest daughter, this the one that got married first, uh, came over to pick up something for his wife. One thing led to another, we had sex. Let's stop right here. Yeah. That's what it. is the one thing <laughs> that leads to the other thing where you start to screwing your son in law who is married to your oldest daughter? Right. What is the one thing that got said here that led to something else to where y'all had said? What is that thing that gets <laughs> I said? I want to know what that is because I've yet to hear those words in my life. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I'm stuck right there. We repeated our actions several more times. Close to our final time having sex, the husband of my daughter that was living with accidentally walked in my room and caught us. I'm a little curious about this, too. How does a guy accidentally walk in to you and your husband's bedroom? Mm -hmm. What grown-ass man Mm -hmm. breaches this Mm -hmm. no trespassing sign? Mm -hmm. Do you understand me, man? Mm -hmm. I mean, dog, for real? So it's a lot going on in this family. I don't get all this moving back in. So what, you getting a new damn house? You ain't coming back over here. But my... I ain't even mentioned the fact and all of this is going on while you have a husband. Yeah, she's married. See, that's what's really the cold mm-hmm. part to me. Let me see if I can get one more thing in here. Uh, I ain't got the time. I'm just starting to get the feeling here. Let me just save it for the rest of it. That's all. I'll be back. Okay. I'll all right, 12 you. after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Houston and Texarkana, our two newest affiliates, family members. Uh, get ready to meet Sister Odell in about 20 minutes. Wait till you meet her. Oh, Lord. But come on, Steve. Let's go with part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. Okay. Now, She's too old for this. <laughs> now, then, now, after the dude caught him, never, nevertheless, my son-in-law didn't tell his wife, and he said he didn't tell anyone. However, he did approach me to discuss the incident. Mm. I am shameful of what happened next, but I ended up pleasing him too. Mm. Only thing I can say is how this conversation went was, look here, I might have to tell somebody, Uh but you know, uh, unless you do me, I might have to tell somebody. And one thing I got to get us attorney credit for, (laughs) she really know how to shut a man up. This attorney is good at shutting men up. Because you got two son-in-laws that got over there just as quiet as they can be. About this here. I'm sleeping with my wife and her mama. Now, now you're pregnant and you ain't sure which one of your son's in-laws is the father of the unborn child. Like, it matter. 
<laughs> my husband is already suspicious about my pregnancy because he got fixed about three years ago. Your husband is a damn fool. Talk. Suspicion? Let me explain something to you. If I get fixed and then my wife get pregnant, what's, what is we finna be uh-huh. suspicious about? Okay. Yeah. I'm just letting you know <laughs> how yeah. real folks handle you. Are, your whole family dysfunctional. She, she's a mess. Uh, then, let me just say this here. The third son-in-law has got to be sitting there sucking his thumb, just wondering when is his shot at the promised land coming? Who got next? Because, see, he's sitting up there like he on the sideline of a basketball game just watching them run it. Now, my question is, Shirley, Shirley, will you grow up a little bit and go somewhere? You quit acting like an attorney, girl. Well, I grow up. What about this woman in this How ladder? long have you wanted your daughter's husbands? Uh, what oh. the hell is wrong with you? How much approval do you need to justify that being an attorney obviously ain't enough in your life? No. Okay, thank you, Steve. But we do have to go. Please, please, please join me today at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time for our Strawberry Letter Live After Show on Facebook. We'll talk about today's letter, and uh, I'll have my fresh strawberry pick of the week, and we'll talk about trending topics as well. All right, Steve, it is time now to introduce our girl from the talk. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Shell Underwood. Boy, listen, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm about to say some serious stuff, and then I'm going to end with, Steve, I saw you working out. Hey. Uh-huh. 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 I saw him, too. Uh-huh. He didn't see it yet, Cheryl. He ain't seen it. Uh-uh. No, I ain't seen it. Listen, boy, listen. Listen, you were living them ways. I was like, boy, you looking good like Fred Williamson. You come on. <laughs> <laughs> the hammer. Hey, okay, original, okay. Yeah. I had to name somebody my age. You know, what I'm saying in my age, you know, Fred we was still fine. Hey, big ups to CBS. Not just because I work there, but 60 Minutes. Let you know, you cannot be the drug czar if you gutted the ability for the DOJ <laughs> yeah. and the DEA to stop opiates from flooding the community. <laughs> Come on. Come mm-hmm. on, Shell. Mm-hmm. 60 minutes off the chain mm-hmm. right now. Hey, big ups for everybody standing up and saying sexual assault and sexual harassment should not be in the entertainment business. Now we just need the union sagging after to be a safe haven for women to say this happened to me so we can nip it in the bud. Am I right, brothers and sisters? Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. Amen again. Hey. Let me tell you what else we need to do. We need to join the football players and let them know you have a right to peacefully protest and should not be threatened with benching and losing your job because you are an American as well. If you want the football players to stand up for the anthem, everybody got to stand up at the anthem, but you can't force me because that's what America's all about. But don't threaten me for losing my job because I bet you when you start losing because you done bench the best players because because they also have integrity and patriotism. I bet you change your little rules. Uh, where's the lawsuit for the uh, players' agreement? What's up with that? We need to hey, get involved in that. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Am I, am I? Hey, Cheryl, can huh? I tell you something? Huh? huh? Has anyone ever read all of the lyrics to the Star Spangled yes, Banner? Yes, sir. 
Oh, it's okay. a trip. Yeah. It's a trip. Have you read yeah. all verse. the lyrics? Uh, all the, yeah. Well, the second yeah, the verse, second verse we don't sing Francis no more. Scott Key was being guarded by some slaves, and mm-hmm. he was a lawyer that was uh, representing the slave owners. Oh, it's deep. Too deep well, for a shallow mind today. Well, the song, actually. See, it didn't become our Star Spangled Banner until the 30s, mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. 1930. Yeah. The song was written, and if you read it, it glorifies slavery. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Speak honestly. Now, we only sing the first part. Mm-hmm. That's right. But the actual song is a hateful song towards black people. Yes, it is. Right? It really is. Right. But see, they hiding that. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you if they knew the truth, the majority of people wouldn't stand for it. That's right. That's true. But that's now, right. And that's not to say anything about the military. Right. We are pro-military. We fight fighting every war they got. We pro-military when we don't even have our rights. Absolutely. I'm I'm an Air Force Reserve veteran. I was in the Air Force Reserve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, are you ready? Get ready, Houston. Get ready, Texarkana. You haven't heard of her, but you will in just a few. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, the only, Sister Odell in the building. Hey, hey, glory, Jesus, Lord, 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 hear me is, hear me is, wait till I speak to you, baby, (laughs) good morning, everyone, good morning, Sister Odell, good, good, hi, Carly, Hey, Sister Odell, how you doing? Good, good, good. Wonderful, wonderful. Everything going. Hey, Junior. Morning, Sister Odell. Boy, your voice. Just one day, I'm going to pray for you. Yes, ma'am. You should let my bishop put hands on you. What, why, why? Get your voice up. <laughs> like fight me? Man, you know, no, just put hands on you. you know, that ain't fighting. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, well, Junior, you can't whoop my bishop. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just letting you no. know. Yes, ma'am. Huh? Our bishop is a big man. He was he wasn't saved all his life. <laughs> Our bishop fought Jack Johnson, whooped him twice. <laughs> okay. Did seventy eight rounds with Jack Johnson, whooped him both times. What? Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. You called him Big Black Thunder. <laughs> really? <laughs> Good Lord. Good morning, Shirley. Well. Good morning, Sister Odell. Welcome back. Well, thank you for having me, sweetie. How's everything with you? Everything is wonderful, Sister Odell. Everything is really great. Well, that's good. Might as well get started. What is y'all talking about this morning? What it is? Oh, Sister Odell, you know, I I just hate to be the one to bring, you know, this sort of news to you, but... But, it's um, been wild to, since we yeah, talked. Yeah, it's, so you know, busy. things happen when you don't show up very I often. Know he will. Oh, I may as well just go ahead about, and Shirley? get it over with. Well, well, well first, Shirley, let her say good morning to Houston and all of these. Yeah, you have, have to. You know, we own in, we are use on in two new cities. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Texarkana, Texas, and Houston. Well, Texarkana, how y'all doing? Texarkana. And Houston. I love Houston. Houston? Houston is so pretty down there. It's muggy as hell, though. Lord have <laughs> mercy. But it's a beautiful city. Is the Galleria still down there? Ooh, yes, ma'am. Ooh, yes, ma'am. Girl, I love that Galleria. Mm-hmm. You shopped Child, there? Child, they had a skating rink in there one time. I saw it's a little black there? girl in there skating. 
had on a white snowsuit. Aww. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was in there with a bunch of little white girls. Well, this little black girl had a body on her. <laughs> she was full built like she was 30. <laughs> Boy, what? Had that little snowman outfit so full. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the little white kid's snowman suit was just hanging on them. Uh, Looked like they had scarves on. That little yeah. black girl was so full in that little snowsuit. I said, all right now. <laughs> you're wow. going to be tearing the roof off the church when you're 20. Okay. <laughs> Membership going to be sky high. Pretty little black girl. Anyway, that's yes, all ma'am. I remember that skating rink down there. And they had a, a center bun in there, I think it was. Yes, ma'am. Oh, it yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You yeah, got like memory. sit over there. I ate two center buns one time in the food Ooh. cup. Mm-hmm. Just Yummy. sitting there, just eating. Just <laughs> sweet as they could be, huh? Girl, yeah. Lord have Gooey mercy. Gooey and delicious. Yeah. You know, I said I ate two and just took two shots of insulin. Oh. Oh. Wait. I didn't. You're a diabetic? Are you diabetic? Uh-uh, just preventive. <laughs> uh-uh. That's not preventive. I call that preventive measure. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate two Cinnabons and just got a needle out in the holes and went on tying myself up. Oh, God. Then shot it. <laughs> oh, just Lord. took it in straight to the head. Uh, <laughs> uh, major point. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad you're in a um, you know a good mood down yeah. memory lane. I'm in a beautiful mood, uh-huh, nostalgic mood, um, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so, please try to remember that because I do have some news to break to you, Sister Odell. Uh, what? What is you, You're familiar with? Um, well, I don't know. You're a mother of the church and everything, but um, Playboy magazine. Um, uh, founder uh, Hugh Hefner. Uh, yes, I know. I know the old Hugh. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, original Playboy. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah girl. You know, he tried to recruit me one time. Oh, really? This is news, mm-hmm. Sister Odell. He wanted to me be a- to be a Playboy bunny. What? Really? Yep. And what happened? Well, my breast was too big. Okay. I didn't think there was such a... I didn't think it could be too big. Well, well, easy is. (laughs) I I told him if he do it, I was going to have to be on two pages. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of four. Well, I'm, I'm glad you have such... No, nah, I wasn't going to be the centerfold just on two pages. <laughs> One page each. Because I needed a page apiece. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Lucy and Lucinda. <laughs> uh, the girls need to... You know? Yeah, so I'm glad you remember him fondly, Sister Odell. Uh-huh. Um, because um, Hugh Hefner passed away. Um, what? Yes, ma'am. Um, Hugh Hef- Yes, ma'am. He's Who? Hugh Hefner, founder. Hugh, Hugh Hefner, what? He passed away, Sister Odell. I, natural Hefner. causes, they say. Excuse me. Hef, I know you ain't saying what. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I know you. No, you. I hate to bring this news to you, Sister Odell, but. Sister Odell, you did it. But he did ask her to be a Playboy, Carla. <laughs> Mr. Odell, is she breathing? Oh, she just took a breath. <laughs> oh, I hate to leave on such oh, a sad note. Did you hear that? Did you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it don't take all that. <laughs> 
I didn't even get a chance to tell her about Monty Hall. Okay, we gotta go. Um, you ain't come back. All right, yeah. Just gonna say nobody asked you to be no playboy, but you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, Sister Odell. I hate when she goes in like this. Junior, go get us some water and a fan. Uh, yeah, a fan. I got a water. <laughs> Ooh. Well, sit down. Dang, I'm so sorry, Sister Odell. <laughs> well, I can't believe she didn't hear about this. Well, I was top of everyone's news. And Sister Odell, that's not all. You're jealous, Hamlet. No. Why is she jealous? You to be in the book. No. Sister Odell. I know you think you got big breasts, but you ain't big as well. Sister Odell, we are not in competition. Sister Odell, please pull yourself together because I have more news. What? Well, Oh, you gotta calm down. Wait, yeah, calm you down. have yeah, to breathe, Sister Odell. Yeah, get some water, Sister Odell. Take a drink. I don't want no water from your shout <laughs> Well, Sister Odell, um, while while you're calming I know you down, did it on purpose, you jealous. I would, I would never do that. You ain't never like that. No, I'm not in competition with you, Sister Odell. <laughs> try to spring it over like well, Sister Odell, I try to ease into it. You could have told me on a commercial break. Well, I don't have a chance. I can't stand your fucking <laughs> Sister Odell, calm down now. Pull yourself together. I, I have a question for you, Sister Odell. Are you listening? Um, have you ever watched the show uh, Let's Make a Deal? Yeah, who ain't seen Let's Make a Deal? Yeah, you know where you have to have certain things and the host, Money Hall, will yeah, come got, out and dress they, they up. Yeah, got that little black boy on there now. Yeah, yeah, uh, Wayne Brady. What, Wayne, Wayne Brady? Wayne Brady, yeah. Wayne, Wayne Brady, not Grady from Sanford and Son. Yeah. But, well, uh, Money Hall was a host for many, many years. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. Money Hall, Let's Make a Deal. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Oh, I knew his daddy. Oh, you who did? Oh, mm-hmm. who, who, who was his father? What was Dance his? Hall. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Sister Odell? Dance Hall, and then he had an illegitimate child, Arsenio Hall. <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to let you know that uh, Mr. Monty Hall also passed away. Uh, oh, see, uh, I, 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 no, not. Sister Odell. No, ma'am. You fucking bug. I <laughs> Oh! Oh, this is Junior. Oh, this ever trying to kill me? No, I'm not. You gotta stop swagging. You haven't been here for a while, Sister Odell. We have to tell you the news. Yeah, he passed three days right after you. Yeah. Right after the original. Why you gonna come back and say, Body Hall gone too? I'll sleep with your husband. (laughs) Well, that's not gonna happen. Tell his shirt. She's speaking in tongues. But Junior's trying to hold her back. Oh, you got to pull yourself together. Your, your lips are so dead. You will have to pull it in. Don't take all this. I didn't know you were that close to him, Sister Odell. I ain't got to be close to him. I know them. You know them? It's part of TV history. You're going to have to calm down, Sister Odell. You're going to have to. All right. I'm all right.
about that? All right. Sure, I'm sorry. No, I, I said apologize. I said about it, sure. <laughs> yes, you were a little harsh. Uh, I meant to be. No. Uh, funky bug-eyed heifer. But if you try, you hurt me, I can try to hurt you. Man. I didn't try to hurt you. It's yes, you did, you fucking bug <laughs> You're doing it again. There you go again. Is that what you come talking about? Who you told me to dead? Who dead now? I just said Playboy founder Hugh Hefner passed away. You're going to do Hugh Hefner then come right back with my house? Well, Sister Odile, you're not with us every day, so you always ask what's going on, catch you, you up. You can call me. <laughs> <laughs> You ought to call me when you need something. <sighs> it's, it's hard to tell you these yeah. things over the phone. It's better face-to-face. Yes, Sister Odell. I, I'm very, I apologize. If my flip phone got the same number. <laughs> Your flip phone? <laughs> jitterbug. You got a jitterbug, Sister wow. Odell. The big one. I got the one. I got the one. It's the same one. I just got it in. I got two phones. <laughs> wow. I got a flip phone yeah, and a brick. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Sister Odell. Maybe we can uh, go out for, I don't know, um, dinner later or something. You got ready to say drinks, didn't you? <laughs> well, I don't because really. Because you're going to hell. I don't really drink, but uh, so, and I know you're a mother of the church, so yeah. that's why oh, I said man. dinner. Yeah. Well, I'll go to dinner. Uh, yes, ma'am. Oh, well, that's nice. You there to, we where go. he wants to take uh, let's see. In L.A., we can go any place. Nobu, Mastro's. Playboy Mansion, maybe. Nabu. Who uh, wants to go to Nabu's? Uh, Roscoe's, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. What is Nabu? Nobu. What is it? it it's a restaurant. Well, what they it, serve down there, Shirley? Well, they serve, um, like, uh. Sushi. Su- yeah, sushi and just delicious sushi. food. Yes, yes, ma'am. You yeah. don't eat sushi? You know good and well. Sushi? I ain't eat no food. Fish and they ain't cooking it. Well, they well, cook some. I'm food. black, Shirley. I, I no, that's quite obvious. We we know. I don't eat sushi. Well, would you like to go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles? Uh, well, I go to Roscoe's with you if you want to. Yes, ma'am. We'll go there. And uh, you know, get- I like the one with the you know. I want the waffles. I want the extra butter though. Oh yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they you they watch give you your cholesterol. Yeah. Hope you feel better. Why is I got to watch my cholesterol? So you won't get sick. What? So you won't get sick. So I won't get sick. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. All if right. you open your chest up and look at your cholesterol, uh, ain't you already sick? <laughs> um, <laughs> Sister Odell, we, we do have to run along now. <clears throat> uh, Carla's reality ma'am? update is coming up. When is you having a funeral? Anybody know? <laughs> They already they had I think had they had it already, yeah. yeah. They not already had it. They not already had it. You better not. We, you better not. We no, have I to know go. this half ain't told me something that was old. We have to go, <laughs> Sister Odell. I'll make the dinner reservation. Be here next week. See what happens. Bye. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen, you really got to respect Senator John McCain of Arizona. You really do. We loved his speech while receiving the Liberty Medal at the National Constitution Center in Philadelphia. Uh, Senator McCain gave a fiery speech ripping into the idea of nationalism that President Trump has championed. Uh, Though he didn't mention Trump by name, he called he pulled no punches in criticizing the political philosophy. Take a listen. To abandon the ideals we have advanced around the globe, to refuse the obligations of international leadership, and our duty to remain the last best hope of Earth, 
for the sake of some half-baked, spurious nationalism cooked up by people who would rather find scapegoats than solve problems. He didn't mention name, but he made it very clear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because what he's saying that is that America has to stay in the forefront on these policies with nuclear, the, the deal with Iran, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like this. The, you know the bill that he oh yeah the, about the uh, the clean energy bill he turned clean out. energy bill, all this stuff, mm-hmm. man. You know the 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 other treaty. You gotta. He's trying to dismantle Obama. He just wants legacy. to dismantle everything, mm-hmm. and His it's for nothing. See. He thinks by dismantling Obama's legacy that it'll make his appear to be something. Dr. Field taught this to me, and it's so true. You can't, blowing out my candle don't make yours brighter. So you abolishing Obamacare and repealing it, right? But you ain't got nothing to replace it with. with. Right, right. Nothing. So now you're just killing the subsidies that help poor people get the medical attention that they need. So you kill that off. Yeah. Because you said it was going to implode. But it's imploding because you're rushing it. So now you don't do that. You ain't got the tax reform bill made. You're trying to kill DACA. Man, this is stuff that he did to make America great for real. So now the slogan of let's make America great again is not starting to sound like something else. It's starting to sound like let's get back to America the way it used to be. Yeah. Yeah, and Reagan we're, we're said that too. Backwards. Make huh? Amer- Reagan said that too. Make America great again. This is un- unbelievable, but you know, th- I-, I respect John McCain, Senator. John yeah, McCain. yeah, really they've do. always called him the Maverick Senator. Anyway, yeah. uh, he was introduced by former Vice President Joe Biden, uh, this mm-hmm. year's chair of the National Constitution Center. Senator McCain, you know, was diagnosed this year with an aggressive form of brain cancer and has acknowledged that his prognosis is not good. In case the Obamacare repeal votes didn't tell you, McCain has declared himself an enemy of Donald Trump. McCain may be one of the last true statesmen we have left in Washington. When other senator, Republican senators and people in Washington uh, don't agree with them, they don't speak out like Senator McCain does. You know, they just when they don't agree with the president. Yeah, when they don't agree with Donald yeah, Trump, they just. Did he a tweet he put out about McCain though? Uh, what did he say? Which yeah, one? Well, he said, hey, "Watch it, John. You know, I I fights back." <laughs> wow. And that's like everybody's Why would you say be that scared? to a senator. Why? Yeah, what? yeah, he. It, it's just <laughs> mind-boggling. I mean, the things he he chooses to tweet about Man. and talk about when there's so many more important things to discuss. But he's just full of distractions to keep Somebody. your your mind off what's really going on in the world. John McCain's just jumping like, look here, Fred. You can pick a fight if you want to. But I've seen a lot of presidents come, a lot of presidents go. Still here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I'm going to tell you something I've never seen. I've never seen the conversation I'm having about impeachment before like this from his own party. There's rumblings, man. I just don't know. Yeah. And even Banyan said... He has like a 30% chance of completing his term. All right, we got to go. We'll be back. Some jams, baby. Some jams. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, hey, y'all, uh, we back. You know what? Let's change subject a little bit, because early we were talking about Halloween costumes. <laughs> oh, this was crazy. <laughs> and I think y'all need to hear this. Check it out. I decided to change Tommy and not go as a ninja turtle. With no skills? Yeah, I don't want him to go as that. Okay. I want him to go as the turtle on the wax. (laughs) 
Nice wax slow the, Yeah, turtle wax the car. Yeah, the turtle car wax. <laughs> Why? That's good. Yeah. Well, that as opposed to a ninja turtle? Yeah, because he don't have ninja skills. <laughs> and it'd be the same thing he putting on them old ragged ass uh, pre-existing cars he got. <laughs> Pre-owned. Oh, Pre-existing. Pre-existing. Is it a disease? <laughs> I know. Well, you know what? That, no, that fit. That's okay. fit. Because when he got the car, it already had a problem. <laughs> that fit. <laughs> that fit pre-existing. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. That's cute. Halloween costume. I'm going right. at Roscoe. Yeah, what? Yeah, I was going to say. You're going to pull it at Roscoe Wallace. Oh. Jerry Curl. Uh-huh. Nuggets. Gold nuggets around your neck. 17 chains. <laughs> Eagles right. on a ruffle shirt, uh-huh. crushed velvet bow tie, never tied. <laughs> Is it open down to the navel? Hell yeah, tuxedo <laughs> on. All them chains cold as hell. And you walk pigeon-toed, right? Y'all walk pigeon-toed. <laughs> 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 okay, now that we have our costumes, happy Halloween, everyone. Yep, yep. countdown mm-hmm. works. Yeah, it yeah, is. that's what we're going to do. What you got, Sherry? All right, NFL spokesman Brian McCarthy released a joint statement from the uh, league and NFL Players Association that said that they held a meeting to discuss the ongoing protests during the national anthem. The statement said the two parties had a productive meeting focused on how we can work together to promote positive social change and address inequality in our communities, end quote. The two sides did not come to an agreement regarding the national anthem. All right, Colin wasn't invited to attend the meeting by any official from the NFL or any team executives, his lawyer said in a statement. Kaepernick's attorney went on to say other players wanted him to present and uh, wanted him present and have asked that he attend the next meeting with the goal of forging a lasting and faithful consensus around these issues. Mr. Kaepernick Um, is open to future participation on these important discussions. No, he don't need to go to nothing else. You know what Colin Kaepernick need to do? What? He he need to go to the next Browns training facility (laughs) practice and just go on the (laughs) sideline and just start throwing. Stop wasting time. Just let them see it. They ain't got to pay me. I just need you to see what Mm -hmm. I just thought. Throw it. Yeah. Just want him <laughs> On to the sideline. He don't need no pads or nothing. He ain't gotta speak to nobody. He just, just be in the parking lot throw and it. just start throwing. <laughs> so they can see what a damn quarterback look like. Yeah. <laughs> Kaepernick, you know, has filed a grievance uh, against team owners he believes that are conspiring not to hire him because of his protest. We not conspiring no more in Cleveland. <laughs> we open about this. Come and throw. <laughs> That's it. So you speaking for the Browns? You you speaking for the Cleveland Browns? Cause they stupid. Have they <laughs> said anything regarding Kaepernick, Steve? And what? You and they ain't want a damn game. Yeah, they should speak up. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Last break of the morning. Just one more thing. Tonight, mm-hmm. Thursday night football. Kansas City Chiefs at the Oakland Raiders. Football is so interesting. Yeah. Why you say that, Steve? Because, boy, they playing ball. Oakland really playing ball. They had a little stumbling mishap. Mm -hmm. Is Carl okay? Uh, I don't know if Carl, I think he's supposed to come back tonight. Is he coming back tonight? Is he? Because I thought he was out for a while. Okay. Let me me check that out. Derek Carr, But the Chiefs, though, man, they only lost last week to to Pittsburgh, but still. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they strong. They strong. That ain't bad, man. 
They strong. Five and one? But Oakland played Kansas City tough, though. That's a rivalry game. They play them tough, man. Yeah, that's a big rivalry game. They play them tough. So I'm from Cleveland. So I was just going to not. We're not going to win this has year. Has Cleveland won anything? No. Have, no, but, hell no, because we won't hire Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> I told you what he need to do. That's what? What did you he say? He need to just go to the Browns practice tomorrow and just start throwing. <laughs> just in the parking lot. <laughs> just in the parking lot. He, he, you know, probably illegal for him to get inside the walls <laughs> of the camp. But just go out there and start throwing. <laughs> While the players is walking in, hit them with passes. <laughs> Yeah. But Steve, he just can't show up to the Cleveland Browns practice facility and just start. I know he can't. I'm telling you what he ought to do. Take a <laughs> risk. Take a risk, Steve. Yeah, you done took a knee. Why not take a risk? <laughs> take yeah, a go on up there. You might end up taking a job because yeah. we ain't got nobody. <laughs> Somebody Man. has to take a chance on a great player like Colin Kaepernick. The I mean, damn Cleveland Browns. I agree. We passed on Deshaun Watson. Yes, y'all did. Killing it in Houston. <laughs> he killed us. <laughs> <laughs> this past Sunday, he did play. Yeah, how stupid ass. <laughs> we got these people out here ain't nobody never even heard of. <laughs> I, we got running ride receivers running down the field talking about, don't throw it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow. This has been some some football season, season hasn't it? That. Yeah. It really has. Mm-hmm. It really has. Mm-hmm. No, it ain't. Well, yeah, man. It's just been more the damn same for me. I'll, I'll tell you what else it is, Steve. What? It's something that you love. It's National Pizza Month. Okay. Girl, be quiet. <laughs> According to a new <laughs> survey, 20% of respondents said if they could eat only one food for the rest of their lives, they would choose pizza. The survey was done by the California Pizza Kitchen. It found that 31% of millennials eat pizza five or more times a month, and 33% of millennials say pizza would be their go-to meal for date night. What's your favorite pizza, Steve Harvey? I know you love pizza. Ooh. <laughs> Talk okay. about it. Talk about it. You got to do all that for yes, pizza. Yes. Pizza Hut. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Get the Supreme. Okay. okay. Don't even mess yeah. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get okay. the Supreme oh. at Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you go to Domino's, I got mm-hmm. two. Okay. Oh. I got two at Domino's. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I'm feeling a little extra special, mm-hmm. sausage, mm-hmm. Canadian ham, uh-huh. black olives, mm-hmm. jalapenos, and pineapple. Oh, man. Wow. You like pineapple on your pizza. Mm-hmm. On, on that, boy, girl. <laughs> you can't talk. I know. I know how much you love pizza. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I pizza. call that Hawaii uh-huh. meets West Virginia. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. What kind of crust with that? Thick or thin? You know, just regular. Mm-hmm. Okay, regular, regular crust. Okay. Now, you ready for the other one? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yes. Double pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Double mm-hmm. sausage, mm-hmm. mushroom, yeah. onion, mm-hmm. double cheese, mm-hmm. and extra tomato sauce with just crushed pepper flakes. Mm. That's the other one at Domino. Same crust. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you're going to eat that mellow mushroom, uh-huh. whole wheat, 
He's passionate about his pizza. He's so excited. <laughs> Extra chicken. Uh-huh. <laughs> mushroom onion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who else? Lou Malnati's. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Classic sausage deep dish. Okay. Are you mad? I don't know. What is going As on? Hell. <laughs> Why? Fight some As man. hell. But he's aggressive for sure. Yes. Now, what don't you like on your pizza? Anchovies. Oh, okay. okay. I'm Can't put that, that on there. I'm with you on that one. You can put anything else on. I don't really care for bacon on pizza either. Can you eat it cold, Steve, the next day? Not out right out the refrigerator, but if I'd have left it on the counter, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Overnight, leaving the pizza on the counter? Yeah, hell yeah. I've done it many times. Don't act like you have. (laughs) Oh, I love pizza. Uh I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Stop. Walk right up. That first day you bite it in the morning when you get out of bed. get it. That's before (laughs) cereal. That's a piece of pizza right here. Man, look, oh, God. Mm-hmm. And that all I do is remember how good it was last night. Man. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Get us some pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Or else. Oh, I'm going to celebrate this month for pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, you can't get no pizza. You on on a workout regimen. I know I am. That's, <laughs> why, that's why I can't. Working out. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm working out to eat a slice of pizza. I don't eat <laughs> perfect now. <laughs> It's 80-20. I eat 80 perfect and 20% is pizza month. Uh, <laughs> I got to show these people how to get at it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a great day. Have a nice weekend, okay, because I sure will. Okay, it's Thursday. We let, I, well, we I let, let them, them get away on with Thursday. it. Uh-huh. Why do you have a problem with me saying it's going to be a nice weekend? <laughs> Bring your ass home. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> Turn up, I am up if you're with me, please. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 